the love of the game. It flows through our veins and fills our lungs. It brings us to our feet and sometimes our knees. But behind every thrilling point, there is strength and security. The card Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina members have trusted for over 80 years with the tools and plans to make healthcare easy. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina. Live fearless. Proud supporter of fans across North Carolina. You're tuned in to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Tuesday, October 17th. I'm your host, Donald Ware. It is Takeaway Tuesday, and I got a couple of thoughts from week seven of the HBCU football season. So let's get to those thoughts, and I want to start um, with Alcorn State's 34-21 victory over Prairie View A&M. And this is back-to-back weeks that Prairie View A&M has lost. And I think it's going to be tough for Prairie View A&M to now challenge both Grambling and Southern. Grambling undefeated in swag play. Southern is now healthy. And more specifically, quarterback Austin Howard is healthy. So I think it becomes a little bit more difficult now for Prairie View A&M to challenge. Meanwhile, Alcorn State continues to roll and it has a very tough game uh, against Grambling, as a matter of fact, on Saturday. So that, that, that I think, uh, could be, or will be, actually, the preview to this year's SWAC championship game. And we've seen in past years where one team may win the regular season game and the other team wins in the SWAC championship game. So that's going to be a, um, you know, it's going to be a good showdown, but... I think Prairie View A&M losing uh, really hurts their chances at trying to win the SWAC's Western Division. The box-to-row national game of the week was Bowie State at Virginia State. And what a game as Virginia State uh, defeated Bowie State 47-35. to I thought it was going to be more of a defensive battle because I think both of these teams' defenses are pretty good, underrated, but... Um, when you got high power offenses, I mean, what more can you say? Um, you have the the Cook kid, the quarterback for Virginia State, was absolutely phenomenal. Thirteen of twenty one passes completed, two hundred eighty four yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He also rushed for another three touchdowns in the ball game. Trenton Cannon, uh, in excess of two hundred yards rushing and a touchdown for Virginia State. Meanwhile, Bowie State's quarterback Amir Hall continues. To do well, Um, another four touchdown passes in the game, but um, Virginia State's offense was just a little bit too much uh, for Bowie State, and Bowie State's offense wasn't uh, didn't score enough points, obviously, um, to be able to uh, win in a shootout. Um, Wow, I mean, what a football game! Now Virginia State controls its own destiny; it remains undefeated. And, I mean, if they win out, obviously they're going to represent the Northern Division in the CIAA Championship game. And Bowie State's the two-time defending Northern Division champions. This was probably their year to win, to possibly win the CIAA. Now, it's not over. Virginia State, he still has a lot more football left to play. Bowie State's got another tough game this weekend. They're going to host Virginia Union, who's been on a roll Uh, As a matter of fact, so it doesn't get any easier for Bowie State. Uh, Virginia State still got some games left to play, including 
a crucial game to end the season against a good Virginia Union team. So still some football left to play for both teams. If you're Jackson State or you're a Jackson State fan, I mean, you cannot be happy at this moment. Jackson State falling to Tuskegee 33-7. to um, This game was played in Mobile. It was the fifth quarter classic. You know, it's no shame if you're Jackson State to lose to Tuskegee. Um, Tuskegee, as a matter of fact, has beaten um, three HBCU FCS programs in the last two years. And when it's, you know, it's the reason why I remember, you know, years past, um, you would see Tuskegee play a bunch of FCS, HBCU FCS programs. Remember in one year, I think it was a year they went undefeated. They beat Arkansas, Pond Bluff, and Alabama State and Alabama A&M in the same year. So that's not the issue. The issue is this is not a very good Tuskegee team. It is certainly a Tuskegee team that doesn't have a good offense at all, yet Jackson State gives up 33 points. You know, I would um, I would warn caution to Jackson State fans is in part why um, Jackson State's in the situation it is in now because of a lack of patience going back to the firing some years ago of uh, Rick Comagy. So I would urge patience unless there's just something uh, very wrong with the program. But I, I tell you what, it's tough. You know, it, it's tough there in Jackson. I mean, at least they won a couple of ball games last year. They've won zero games, and they and then uh, proceed to uh, to lose thirty three to seven to Tuskegee. Tough times there in Jackson. My third takeaway is the Saint Augustine's Falcons. Saint Augustine's defeated Winston Salem State, the two time defending CIAA champions, seventeen to fourteen. May not seem like a huge win. Um, at this juncture, but the bottom line is Winston-Salem State now has two losses in the conference. Meanwhile, St. Augustine's only one loss in the conference. They get past a tough Winston-Salem State team. Um, Tim Chavis, the head coach at, at St. Augustine's, has got those guys believing. He has got those guys playing. Um, I'm not overly impressed. You know, I mean, well, let me take that back. I mean, when, when you look at the offense of St. Augustine's is not necessarily great with the quarterback DJ Johnson, but the bottom line is they're winning games and they won and their defense is doing well and they won a tough game against Winston-Salem State. They again, the Rams now have two losses. Meanwhile, St. Augustine's controls its own destiny with only one loss, and um, that's a big time win, big time win by St. Augustine's, who again controls its own destiny. Uh, it, it is rough times at Arkansas Pine Bluff. My fourth takeaway. Um, wow. They lose to Central State 40-35. to Central State out of the SIAC. It was Central State's first victory of the season. And, I mean, boy, it, when it seemed like maybe Arkansas Pine Bluff, they won a couple of games. They had even their record at 2-2 two and two at one point. Um, you're like, okay, well, you know, maybe – Maybe this is going to be different this time around, and it just isn't. And there are tough times um, down in Arkansas Pine Bluff. Meanwhile, Central State gets its first victory of the season. And, you know, I, I don't know. Um, uh, just tough times there uh, in Pine Bluff. Fifth takeaway, Hampton defeating Norfolk State 16-14 to in the Battle 
of the Bay. Um, good win for Hampton. They now stay atop the MEAC division. Meanwhile, Norfolk State loses its first MEAC game, and, and Norfolk State still has a very tough schedule to play. Um, still plenty of football left to play, but this is the deal. If I'm looking ahead, or if you're looking ahead, Hampton does not, Hampton and A&T do not meet this year. So it's a possibility. I, and, and I'm not, I know it's a little bit premature for both teams because both teams still have four MEAC games remaining. But wouldn't it be something if both Hampton um, and, and, and North Carolina Central's in that mix as well? So the North Carolina schools, North Carolina Central, North Carolina A&T, um, well, North Carolina Central and North Carolina A&T can't both be undefeated, but wouldn't it be something if Hampton went undefeated and then either A&T or North Carolina Central went undefeated and you have a tie and then um, I, I forget what you go to. I think you go to the wins against um, FCS opponents or FBS opponents at that point, which, which by the way, Central has one of those wins having defeated Gardner-Webb this past weekend. Um, A&T would have two of those wins, uh, a, a defeat of Gardner-Webb, and a defeat of uh, Charlotte. So a lot of football left to play, but Hampton is on the right path, winning a tough game against Norfolk State, 16-14. to 14. So that's Takeaway Tuesday for today, Tuesday, October 17th. And uh, our Box to Row National Game of the Week is going to be upcoming in the next couple of days. Um, it's no doubt our Box to Row National Game of the Week is going to be the Grambling and Alcorn State matchup could be a preview of the SWAC championship. The uh, Cook from Virginia State is our Boxster National Player of the Week. Read more about him while you're on our website at BoxterRow.com. Don't forget to tell a friend about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. They can download it or listen online. And and when you're on Twitter, first of all, follow us on Twitter at BoxterRow. And when you're um, on Twitter... And you're talking about our podcast. Use the hashtag HBCU125. I'll talk with you tomorrow. J-E on the button.